Welcome to Going in the Wasp. Thank you for tuning in and thank you to Steel Pixel Studios. Uh, we're going to talk about NFL Week 16. It's our Christmas special. How you doing, Kona? I'm very merry. Yes, I'm doing. Well, we got a lot to talk about. We got the Philadelphia Eagles. We got the New York Jets. We got a lot of fantasy football and, of course, our locks of the week. So let's start it off with those Philadelphia Eagles. Those Philadelphia Eagles, 13-1. and one. It's Christmas time, and Santa's been giving gifts to the Philadelphia fans all year. What do you say, Kahuna? i tell you what I say. Forget about everything about last week's uh, game of Chicago. Forget about their record. Just let's talk about Jalen Hurts. I mean, God, I hope he's really not in bad shape. You know, they're saying a sprained shoulder, one or two weeks, could even possibly play this week. Uh, you know, he's not the team, but he makes his team kick. I think you're wrong. I think he is the team. I think the whole entire Eagles franchise has changed as soon as he took over a quarterback. I think he is the the engine that gets that team going, the way he does play action, the way he gets Miles Sanders involved. I think it's going to be a missing link, but 13-1. and one. So now you have a couple weeks to get everybody healthy before the playoffs. So this is the perfect time for something like this to happen. They said it's a one, two-week injury. This is not a season-ending injury. So I think he's going to be okay. You wait till he's perfectly healthy. We'll see what happens with Dallas. Dallas right now, minus five-and-a-half point favorite, down to minus four-and-a-half. What do you think? Dallas, the last two games have been a little sloppy, right? You know, what got Dallas into this position, and especially winning during the Cooper uh, Rush era, was their defense. And uh, they've got some injuries on the back end, and they've been giving up a lot of points at the end. Look, uh, you know, almost lost to Houston, really, and uh, losing to Jacksonville last week at the end. Um, Dak, you know, a little bad pick there. So I'm not really sure uh, about Dallas hitting on all cylinders right now. But they're a good football team. They're going to be playing at home. they got a lot to play for, trying to get in that playoff positioning. So, um, you know, I think this is going to be a good game. I think Gardner Minshew, who will most likely play, uh, will be a good substitute for Jalen Hurts. But he's not going to be Jalen Hurts. He's not going to be running the ball. He's not going to put up probably any rushing touchdowns. But I think he'll be manageable. He's got a lot of good wide receivers. We're hoping Dallas Goddard comes back. And they're going to have to run against Dallas. So uh, I think this really comes down to can Dallas run the ball against the Eagles? And if they can, and effectively, and eat up the clock, cause a few mistakes, which defense shows up? And that's who's going to win. And right now, I hate to say it, but I'm kind of leaning Dallas in Dallas, maybe 31-28. What do you think? Well, the Philadelphia Eagles, they down Jalen Hurts this week. Gardner Minshew, I mean, he hasn't played all year, so we'll see what he brings. Oh, he we'll did. see how he, fresh he, he is. He's played a few knees. Every time he has played, he's come on, done pretty well. He's a fan favorite, but um, I don't know. Miles Sanders is going to have to have another monster game. Not so easy to run on the Dallas Cowboys, but obviously he's going to have to have 100-plus yards and two touchdowns to keep him in the game. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, if he's back, are going to have to do a lot to help out their quarterback. And then on the flip side, you got the Cowboys. Dak has been Dak. Some games he's good, same, some games he's not. Uh, but the big thing is Tony Pollard, who was their second back to begin the year. Uh, now he's got, what, 177 attempts. 
969 yards, just short of 1,009 touchdowns. So you'll know he'll want that 40 yards and a touchdown to get to the 100 or 1,010 mark. Yeah, don't forget Zeke. He's still scoring a touchdown a game over the last six. So, uh, you know, he's the heart and soul of that uh, that team, and you're going to see him this weekend. Yeah, correct. I mean, I, I look at uh, Tony Pollard and Zeke this year a lot like uh, Chubb and Hunt last year on the Browns. Uh, two guys that could come in and score at any point. Uh, if you were a fantasy owner on Chubb, you were always like, man, Hunt took at least 10 touchdowns from me last year. Um, and then on the receiver side, you got C.D. Lamb. You got uh, Schultz, who's been playing pretty good at tight end. Gallup is a, a every other week kind what of about a, Noah Brown of a receiver. So I think it'll be a tough game. I think the Eagles D needs to do a lot, and I think Gardner Minshew can come in have a nice game. I'm still gonna probably lean toward the Dallas side, but I think it'll be a lot closer than people think. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, do a little fantasy football. Fantasy football. Got a couple of guys I just talk about in the wide receiver realm. So DeAndre Hopkins, you know. Um, you know, we all waited for him six weeks to come in from his suspension. He gets there. He's got Murray. They, all of a sudden, Arizona's starting to put some game together. Uh, Connor comes back from injury. Of course, they lost Zach Hurts. But we thought, hey, Arizona is starting to play here. Well, what happens? Murray's out. Um, injuries are starting to pile up. The defense is not playing altogether. Cole McCoy comes in. He's serviceable. But now he's hurt. Is he going to play this weekend? Last week, Trace McSorley plays. He throws for 95 yards. So the problem with DeAndre Hopkins right now is really the quarterback situation. And uh, I, I don't feel that strong uh, this week, especially against Tampa. I think the defense is going to play tough. So I, I you hate to do it at this time of year, but I, you know, I could think about fading uh, Hopkins. What do you think? Yeah, sit, start. We'll say presents are cold, right? Christmas time. DeAndre Hopkins, uh, he did come in. Gangbusters putting up touchdowns and points with Kyler Murray. Two quarterbacks go down, and now he's still getting seven receptions, 60 yards, 11 targets. He is the main WR1 there in Arizona. But will he be putting up 35, 40 points in a semifinal championship? fantasy week is the question i'm going to say probably not against the tampa bay defense i'll say but, definitely not but uh if tampa bay does put a game together and throw the ball and go up a couple touchdowns now this may force arizona and trace mcsorley from penn state he can throw the ball i saw him in uh, baltimore when he was there preseason he can throw the ball so maybe there's a couple back end points in the second half there for hopkins but not a wr1 status going into the game yeah, I think I like, uh, you know, talk about a set start or a uh, present call. I'm liking Godwin, actually, for Tampa. I think he's going to be the money man over there and because uh, Brady's going to look good this week, I think. Yeah, presence all day with Chris Godwin. I'd love to see him have a two-touchdown game. Godwin's been really strong the last three weeks. Definitely Brady's favorite target with Mike Evans kind of having a rough six weeks lately. Um, so unless that trend completely turns around, you'd say, yeah, Godwin has another big day, probably 25 fantasy points. Uh, Justin Jefferson, Minnesota, uh, he's coming off a game with 123 yards on 16 targets, 30 points and a touchdown playing the giants this week. Uh, he's looking to break, uh, Calvin Johnson's record this year, uh, with receiving yards, uh, huge game last week, especially after doing nothing in the first half with Indy. I mean, they were down 33, nothing. Uh, he might've had one, two, four fantasy points. And then, you know, Vikings and cousins and Calvin cook went on to have a monster second half there. Uh, history, history was made. Historic NFL historic comeback. That was pretty crazy. I mean, I, I was watching and I'm thinking, wow, that's bad, right? And it's two defensive touchdowns, and next thing you know, they're just steamrolling. But uh, they came back to play in that second half. It was really impressive. And uh, Cousins, for as much as everyone wanted to shoot him in the first half, they wanted to, you know, buy him presents at the end of the second half. So yeah, so Cousins definitely presents playing against the Giants. I think it'll be a stiff test. They know who they need to win the Giants. Uh, Minnesota. Traveling. Oh, it's in Minnesota, so I think it'll be a tough game for the Giants. 
I like uh, you talk about Diggs a little bit. You Stephon know? Diggs out of Buffalo. I mean, he had one of his lowest games: five receptions, sixty yards He's on nine targets. Been a little bit lower lately. Playing at Chicago, but it was a tough game. Really cold with Miami last week. It wasn't a wide receiver paradise per se. Not that Buffalo has has ever been. Right. Um, but I think Diggs has a bounce back game this week. Even though it's still in Chicago, we're gonna talk about the weather situations on a couple of these games. But I think I'll have a bounce back week a little bit better than last week. I mean, you saw what it was like last week with the Eagles in Chicago. It was cold, but the wind wasn't that bad. But uh, even after the, uh, the game, reports from Hertz said he had a hard time seeing a little bit. He had watery eyes. He had a hard time gripping the ball for the first quarter. Maybe that contributed to his two picks. Uh, I'm not that comfortable. Uh, probably wins are going to be on 15 to 20 easy, 9 degrees maybe. Uh, that, that polar vortex is setting up. It's going to be really, really bad in, the, uh, in that area. So what do you say, Hopkins or Diggs starts at you know what, Diggs, uh, you can't sit him, but maybe you fade him a little bit because I, I just don't – he's not even the main guy in your offense right now. When this kind of weather hits, they're going to try to run the ball. They're going to try to go for Dawson Knox. They're going to look for McKenzie. Cole Beasley's back. Uh, so I would fade Diggs, quite honestly. I, I think if he gets 15 points, he's done a good game on you. I like uh, a couple ideas on some running backs. Let's talk about Aaron Jones, Green Bay. Uh, Aaron Jones had a uh, pretty good game, 17 rush, 90 yards, and a touchdown, uh, 20 points. Uh, now playing at Miami, 16 projected. Uh, him and A.J. Dillon doing a really good, but uh, I said cold weather. A.J. Dillon is built for him. He's a little bit bigger, a little stronger. Um, Aaron Jones I like, but A.J. Dillon I love in a cold weather game, but they're going to Miami. So let's I, think I didn't think uh, Dillon was going to have such a great game because, uh, you know, Aaron uh, Jones has just come back from a little injury time. So I think they were saving him for the potential uh, playoff, but they know they got to win, right? It's win or out. So uh, Jones came in, especially after Dylan got hurt, and he just looked really impressive. So I, I think Jones is going to have a great, great week against Miami. Uh, probably 15, 85, you know, four for six receptions, 45 and a touchdown. I just, uh, I really like uh, Jones setting up in Miami this week. All right, what about Saquon Barkley? I'd say he's single-handedly keeping the Giants alive right now in the playoff run. He's coming off 18 rushes, 87 and a touchdown, also added five receptions, 33 yards, 23 total points. Uh, we talked about this game before, playing at Minnesota, 15 projected. It's going to be a tough game for uh, the Giants and Saquon in Minnesota, but I think uh, if they can run the ball, he's going to need 150 yards on the ground, two touchdowns, keeping up with Dalvin Cook to keep the Giants in this. Yeah, I was thinking he might put up maybe 115 yards on 20 carries, 5 for 7, 35 to 50 yards uh, receiving, a touchdown. So I'm looking from over 20 points. You know, quite honestly, in Minnesota, uh, you could put points on him, right? And uh, their secondary is even worse. So if he gets in the passing game, I think Barkley's going to be a machine. And what the Giants want to do is keep the ball out of Cousins and Jefferson's hands, right? So I really look this uh, to be a, a good running effort. And if they can somehow get – Barkley involved like they did last week. The Giants could keep this game closer than people think. I don't think they can beat Minnesota, but I think they can keep it close. Yeah, I agree. Minnesota just uh, got the uh, the conference last week. They ended up winning the conference, sharing it up, and the Giants still need a win to keep their hopes alive in the playoff wild card round. So uh, we'll see. Did the Minnesota spend a lot of their energy doing the big comeback last week? We'll see what happens. Can the uh, Giants continue their winning ways and add another win to the column? I tell you who's an exciting running back right now. Talk about presence is uh, Jack McKinnon. Uh, boy, the last two weeks, he's been on fire. And everyone's talking up Pacheco, who I think has actually performed very well. Kansas City running back you're yeah, talking about. and, uh, you know, he's done very well over in Kansas City. But, you know, uh, McKinnon's starting to get some first down carries. He's starting to get uh, the red zone, more more red zone touches. He's getting the passing work. 
and he's he's electric. He's their Tony Pollard. So I tell you what, I really like him going against uh, uh, Seattle uh, in, in the cold Kansas City weather. I think he's going to make some waves. So I'm giving him presents. I'm going to be careful on that. He's had two monster weeks. He's trending in the right direction, but usually two big weeks. I'm going to take a, a slowdown here on the third okay. week. Um, not to say he won't have a decent week, maybe 15, 20 points. I don't see him putting up 30 again for the third week. Well, yeah, 30 is a bit hard, right? Uh, and then finally, last guy, Austin Eckler, Chargers, uh, coming off a 12-rush, 58-yard touchdown day, couple receptions, a uh, little bit of a shoulder ding uh, in the first quarter. Uh, but what's going on with the uh, Los Angeles Chargers offense? Uh, Keenan Allen's back. Uh, Mike Williams is back. Austin Eckler, Justin Herbert, and they're still not putting up points. You know, last week I thought for sure uh, Chargers against Tennessee, they were going to light them up, and they didn't. I've been wrong on the Chargers this year quite often. I think everybody's been wrong on the Chargers, right? And uh you know, you just every time you think Herbert's going to blow it up, it's not happening. Now, and, with uh, that said, Austin Eckler is still, I think, a top four fantasy producer this year. He's putting up 35, 25 points a game. He's finding the end zone, uh, rushing the ball every week, even oh. though he's getting 40 to 60 yards on the ground. Right. In PPR, he's just a machine. Now, he's given up some, uh, you know, some rushing touchdown work or red zone work to Kelly because Kelly's just a bigger guy. But, yeah, you can't not play Austin Eckler. That, that's a guarantee. you got to go with him. And I think this should be a good game for him, quite honestly. Um, so, you know, I, I'm all about him. But, you know, one guy I'm not playing this week, my Cole, is uh, uh, running backs for the uh, uh, Washington football team, the Commanders, uh, especially Brian Robinson. I, I just think San Francisco going to shut him down. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's go to the New York Jets. All right, the New York Jets now seven and seven, playing this Thursday against the six and eight Jacksonville Jaguars. We got the Jets minus one over under thirty eight. Uh, Jets big loss against the Detroit Lions. I was at the game. Thank you, Richie Caps. Uh, but I tell you what, there was a five minute stretch there in the fourth quarter. Jets are winning. Uh, Detroit's getting the ball. The EDM was pumping, and then that fourth and one to the tight end, and the whole place turned into a ghost town. It it was some of the most exciting five to six minutes of that game everybody's hugging each other. The Jets think we got it in the bag. And all of a sudden, fourth and one, tight end, out to the side, 40-plus yard touchdown, game over. Personally, I think, and I have not been a huge Jet fan here this season, but I've been, I think, uh, very appreciative for the product that they're putting on the field. Um, I love their rookies across the board, how they performed. Um, I really miss not seeing Brees Hall out there, although we thought it was a Carter show, then it's uh, Zenoven in the dark night, right? Um those guys are playing with heart, and that coach has just got him working. And uh, and when Mike White came out there and started invigorating the back end or the the, uh, the wide receiver core, amazing what they were doing. But he's been hurt. Zach came in, had a serviceable game, right, over 300 yards, but just doesn't really bring the meat off the bone, right, no. in the wide receiver Misses court. too many open receivers. Uh, and then again, Garrett Wilson, yeah, he's having a great year, amazing, but he's got to control his emotions a little bit. You know, every time mm -hmm. Zach misses him with a ball, he's going to throw his hands up in the air. Do it in the locker room. Right. Talk to him behind the scenes. Right. Don't do it in front of the TV cameras. And that's what constantly. he has to learn. He's a rookie. He's got to learn that, right? Uh, Michael Carter, I'd like to see him do more. He only got four carries for 15 yards. He had 
Knight's been great the last couple of games. But if Carter's healthy, look what he did last year. Um, I give him, the, the, give him yeah. the ball back. Put the ball back in his hands. He had a couple work. Uh, he could receive the ball. Zach Wilson, I'm not in love with. 317 yards, but he did miss a couple open receivers. He got lucky, too, on a couple passes where he just threw the ball up in the air after getting smashed, and we came down with it for 30 yards. Right. So right. a lot of these yards were, were, were luck. Um, would I like to see Mike White back and healthy? Yes, but let's go with Zach Wilson. We need this win. We want to make the playoffs. It has to happen. You know what? If, if the season was over today, everyone would be happy with the Jets season, right? Look what they've done considering what people thought. They, they were giving them four or five wins for the whole year, right, preseason. Now seven wins already, and I bet you're going to win at least one, maybe two more in the next three. I just don't know if it's going to happen this week. Jacksonville's playing well. I mean, they're six and eight, but Trevor Lawrence is starting to look like the number one overall pick that he was. Twenty-four touchdowns, seven picks on the season, already over thirty-five hundred yards. Uh, they have a really good running back and Travis Etienne Jr. He's got nine hundred and seventeen on the ground. And Christian Kirk, the free agent pickup from Arizona, he's got almost a thousand yards and seven touchdowns. So Jacksonville made some really good offseason moves. Seems like uh, the coach, ex-Eagle coach, uh, Doug Peterson's putting things together there, making things look really well on the offensive side. Um, and they believe, you know, they come back a lot and win games. So they obviously believe in their team. They believe in their players. Uh, not easy to do in the NFL. You know, that team was so kind of dysfunctional and beat up last year. And maybe it was an awful lot to do with uh, the coaching problems, right? And uh, Doug Peterson, you know, he came in and he's remolded this team into a belief system. You know, they believe in each other. Uh, he's kind of put the polish back on to Trevor Lawrence because Lawrence was broken last year. He just looked terrible. Um, he's not fumbling the ball anymore. He's just he's making some smart plays. You now he has a whole receiver core. That he's got to go through these progressions. And uh, Kirk's look good, but, you know, look at Zay Jones. Evan Ingram, right? Evan Ingram. He only got 37 fantasy points. Right. Ago. So, you know what? Uh, they're hitting on all cylinders, and their defense is uh, playing sneaky good. They can run the ball. I just, I just think, I mean, who'd they beat last week? Let me think. Uh, Dallas. So, you know, I, I think they're going to be in this game, the Jags. I, I really think that they could take this game. I, I pick them to win 20 to 16. Yeah, I don't, I don't have any confidence in the Jets the way they've been playing. Uh, can't score on the goal line in Minnesota for a playoff point. You can't keep a fourth and one tight end out 45 yards for a play. You know, we're yeah. not doing yeah. what we need to win games. So, uh Oh, man, if I'm a gambler, I'm leaning toward the Jags, but I'll always go Jets no matter what. So uh, I'm hoping the Jets can put it together. I hope Wilson can finally have a redemption game. And if he can win this game, all of a sudden now there's hope in the fan base, there's hope in the locker room, and who knows what that can do for his confidence. So for his confidence alone, I want to see uh, Zach Wilson come out, throw three touchdown passes, and then have the defense play well and you know, you know have Sauce get an interception or two on the back end. Well, you know, it would look good. It just cost me some money. All right, so let's talk about our locks of the week. Lock of the week. All right, first game, we got the Denver Broncos, 4-10 and at the Los Angeles Rams, who are also 4-10. and Line opened up Denver minus 2. We're down to Denver minus 2.5. Little money coming in. Uh, Russell in the run game looked good the last two weeks. The defense has played well all year. Uh, on the other side, you got Baker Mayfield coming in now. Can he make it happen again? Um, I'm not sure. You know, Russell Wilson has just been, in my mind, a disaster. He was a terrible pick, terrible trade. They throw all kinds of money at him. I just don't see it paying off. Maybe in the next, you know, three to five years, he'll turn this thing around. I don't know. I highly doubt that. But uh, I, I just don't see that that was really a good decision on their part. Um, you know, they've gone through a stable of running backs, and it seems whoever they put in there can actually get the job done as long as they hold on to the ball. Uh, you know, sad note to Melvin Gordon. 
Good but, to see Marlon Mack, though, back there. I remember when he was running for the Colts. Oh I mean, he was God. putting up monster points. Good to see him get healthy and get a chance again and finally find the end zone. And Latavius Murray, that guy, he's uh, he's almost like a, now the uh, Adrian Peterson kind of brand, right? Unless you ask the Phoenix, right? Yeah. And then he'll say something different. But he just goes out there, and what does he do? He grabs the ball, and he makes yardage. So uh, And he scores touchdowns. So I, I think between their defense and their running game, they're doing fine. But they also got Jerry Judy back. And that's what made that game so exciting against Kansas City last time when Russell got his, his head rocked. But, you know, he hit him twice and Rippon came in and hit him for one. Three touchdowns. And I said, wow, Judy looked good. And so I tell you what, if they can get Judy involved and if they could figure out what they're doing with Dulcich because, you know, he's this really, really uber talented tight end that no one's using. I agree. Yeah, I like Denver here as well. I think the Denver D uh, will be a little too much for uh, the Rams to handle, uh, especially with all the injuries they have and missing personnel. I don't think they'll be able to score points. It should be a really low-scoring game, to be honest. But um, I'm going to lean Denver here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, I would think to go with the Rams, but my gut's telling me just go with the Denver Broncos on this one, maybe 19-16. Uh, to 16. I, I like that. that. All right, next game we got Tampa Bay Bucks six and eight at the Arizona Cardinals four and ten. Right now the line's holding at Tampa Bay minus six and a half. I love Tampa here. Uh, it's a must win for Tom Brady. There's no question about it. Right now he can't afford another loss in the division, or else they could be out. So I think he has to win this game, and it has to be a statement when they need to win by 10, 14 points. Ten to fourteen points. I think that's that could be a stretch, but. You know what? I, I agree with you that the state of Arizona right now is not good. And especially, especially if McSorley's the quarterback, Tampa's going to go light him up, right? Their defense is going to get him, and they're going to shut down Connor, which is terrible for me because I got him on two teams. But, uh, you know, I, I think Tom Brady is that start for me. He's a present quarterback because I really think he's going to get things moving. He's going to hit his running backs out of the backfield. They're going to put up some points. Um, Arizona, uh, what can you say about them? They're just they're, – they're beat up. They're hurt quarterback situation uh they never got a replacement really for Ertz, right trey mcbride's just not really making it happen um their defense it's been injured on and off needs to play better it's just not making the plays so i mean i'm looking maybe bucks 23 16 what do you think about that uh, i think it's going to be a little bit high scoring i think it'll be about 28 14 that could be yep maybe two hopkins touchdowns to save me you know, one thing we got to talk about just before it gets over is the weather. Everyone really needs to be watching this weather this weekend. They're talking about, like I said, the, the Chicago game, Polar Vortex. They're talking about Cleveland could be the worst passing show of the week. They're talking about 25, 35 miles an hour. So I think Chubb's going to look good. Running backs are going to work there. Um, Pittsburgh, it's going to be freezing cold, maybe one degree, right, in Pittsburgh with 15-mile-an-hour winds. So you got to worry about your kickers. you got to worry about the quarterbacks and wide receivers in particular. But it could set up good for some running backs and some defenses. So keep keep a close eye on the weather before you're making your plays and your bets. Like that, final game, we got the L.A. Chargers, 8-6 and six at the Colts, 4-9-1. and one. Chargers right now, minus 4. Like I said, we talked about it earlier. Herbert, Allen, Williams, Eckler, and that defense, why are they not winning games? And why are they not winning them by more than three points? Um I don't know. Emotional loss from the Colts last week to the Vikings. The worst uh, uh, worst second half in NFL history, pretty much, for when it comes to points. I think the Colts probably going to be reeling on this game. It has to hurt to be embarrassed like that. And uh, the Chargers need to win this game as well to keep the wild card hopes alive. I'm going to say Chargers here, maybe six points touchdown. You know, if the Colts 
I think could go two ways, right? They can either get so embarrassed and so mad that they come out and their defense flies and they just put a hurting on Herbert, right? And they shut him down. That's one thing. I don't think that's the likely outcome here. I think that they may start dialing it in. Look, they're four and one on the season so far, uh, four, nine and one, I'm sorry. Um, the Chargers are getting healthier, as we said. Their defense is getting healthier. Um, so the Chargers have the weapons. And the Colts, if they want to make a run against the Chargers, they're going to have to score points. No Jonathan Taylor. What are they going to do? Yeah, there's Zach Moss. Great pickup this week, maybe. Deion San- uh, uh, Sanders, right? No. Um, uh, the backup. Uh, uh, forget about it. The, but, you know, the backup to Zach Moss. They would, he's, he's a big pickup. Devin Singletary? No, 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 no. Team no. you're talking about. Yeah, for the Colts. And uh, I just like the uh, I like the Chargers in this one. I, I think they got the horsepower. I don't think uh, Ryan is going to hold it together. He's probably going to get bothered. He's going to get sacked. Uh, so I'm looking Chargers 27-17. But I just hate betting on the Chargers. They're just always letting you down. Yeah, I agree. But I think this is their week to make it happen. A little Christmas present for everyone come early. Chargers big. I don't think the Colts can handle the loss from last week. Even if their defense plays well, their offense can't score points. The only reason they scored points against Minnesota was a block punt touchdown of two fourth downs they went for it. They threw the ball in their own red zone on a punt fake. So literally every touchdown they scored was in the red zone going in. So I don't think they can drive the ball on the Chargers defense all, all game. But we'll see what happens. That's why they play the games um but yeah we want to thank our sponsor steel pixel studios uh we want to thank our producer ben or go jets seven and seven go eagles 13 and one kahuna and just so uh, once again merry christmas and or happy holidays for everyone out there uh, we won't see you before the new year so uh by the time we speak again pre-playoffs we'll uh, we'll have a better idea of where uh, everyone's lined up i hope the eagles uh can get jalen hurts healthy and you guys have a great uh, great holiday All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you listening to Kahuna and the Wasp.